Hello. 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 <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Let's go! Hey, kids. Hey, Dad. War crimes will be prosecuted. I chose this profession, so therefore I, I earned beer. You want to go to the nat day? The feeling is definitely there. You don't know my name! It's a new morning in America. This is the old dude, Howard J. Reynolds. Step into my office. There's not going to be too many punks. Don't you stop worrying about the punks? Ah, you! That's my name! Yeah, let's go to the show. Introducing for your listening pleasure. Here we go, episode 61, the High Fives podcast. Michael. Nathan. How are you this fine evening? I'm doing all right, and yourself? You know, other than waiting on you to correct your tech problems, I'm doing pretty well. Well, the IT guy quit. <laughs> I told him to wear a mask and he wasn't down. Sergio. Sergio in tech. Really anti-mask, and I just couldn't have it around here. So yeah, no, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate that. I, I've stopped going to businesses where people don't wear masks. Yeah, well, you do that too. I don't want people to boycott the high fives because Sergio refuses to wear a mask. So I appreciate. I would you doing a, what you do. I would wear a mask recording if you could hear me better, but you can't. So I'm just no. gambling with my life right now by myself in my basement. <laughs> Such a gamble. Yeah. Episode 61 featuring the others. Is yeah. that what we landed on? The others? The others. So ominous, eh? Hey? Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Halloween's coming. It, it fits. <laughs> right? Yeah. Halloween's going to be weird this year, just like everything else. Yeah. Are you going to dress up in your house alone? <laughs> I don't know. I might go out trick-or-treating. Yeah. We'll see what happens. All right. The others. So this is this is the the other people that sing in a band. So not like your lead singer. You know, it it's it's the other. You know, maybe it's the bass player that steps up. Maybe it's even the drummer. You yeah. don't see a lot of that. But Mike decided to take this one step further because he thought, well, that's not that's not challenging. <laughs> you're not you're not having me go in through my Rolodex of bands. So uh I challenge you, Nate, he said. This is what he said to me. He says, Nate, I challenge you to do something a little bit more. I challenge you to find not the not the John, not the Paul, not even the George. I want to hear from the Ringos, is what he said. And I said, Michael, that is that is next level. And here we are. We bring you the others. So this is you gotta find you gotta find that 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 band or that song. I guess more specifically that song that has the other, other, other person. Yeah, I really messed up, eh? <laughs> I don't know why you did that. Why why do you do these things, Mike? It was pretty stupid of me. This is this is <laughs> this might have been I know I've said this before, this might have been the hardest topic. I think you say that every time. Um, but I'm glad that we we continue to challenge you. But not like hard in that like I was, I had too many options. I didn't know what to do. This was like hard in that, like I had to do a lot of research. Yeah. Yeah. And 
I uh, I had to even ask for some help. I went. I, I called for some help. You called a friend. I called a friend. I, How many lifelines did you use? Just the for one this topic. Just the one lifeline. Who but did you call? I called Coop. Wow. And was he helpful? He was very helpful, but I didn't end up using any of his suggestions. <laughs> there were more like 70s rock and stuff. So he had a lot of like bands like Ecstasy and Queen and Who and Big Star, Red Cross. And then, okay. and then I was like, we discussed Kiss for a while. And I'm like, this is probably the one episode where I could have used a Kiss song, but I didn't. Well, Beth, right? That would have been no, the choice. I wouldn't have, Beth no, would have been, I would have went something with something else. I would have went with something else that Peter sang. How many did he sing? Lots? One, two, three, five, you ten? Know, I think more than that, than I, I wouldn't know the number, but like. More than you care to know. Yeah. Yeah. But I would have probably went with Hard Luck Woman. Okay. So just, just for some clarification, Mike did not want us choosing bands like Alkaline Trio, Lawrence Arms, Blink-182, Hot Water Music, Less Than Jake, Bad Cop, Bad Cop, The Men Zingers, Rancid, the list goes, I mean, Rancid, unless you maybe choose like a Matt Freeman song, but. I think that would have been uh, fair. Okay. You couldn't have gone co- like co-singers, like there's all of those bands have co-singers, right? I would yeah, call yeah. them. Well, and, and if you guys, when you send in your list, you want to go with the co-singers, if you guys want to discuss things like who's the better singer in Lawrence Arms or or Blink-182 or something like that. We're all for it, but we tried to challenge ourselves. Well, did, I didn't did your list suffer because of the challenge? <laughs> I, I don't know if it suffered. I mean, it was hard because the thing is, like, even if you, there are no, like, online liner notes. Like, you can't just, like, find the liner notes for for an album somewhere on, like, not not even Bing has that. Yeah, did you, right? when you when you binged it, yeah, it was like no help. Hey, I tried this time. I was like, I'm gonna try. Like, look, because like, I was stumped, and it was like useless. Yeah, no, there's there's nothing. There's no even like there's no even like Reddit threads no, or anything it, talking about any of this. You, you have to know the bands, right? Like on some level, like you have to have some. Well, not on some level. You have to have like a deep understanding or knowledge of of said specific band to know like who's who's singing and who's not singing because even like in the liner notes if you were to you know like you or i who has you know a lot of the cds they don't always or i would say they rarely even attribute the vocal to a specific person on a specific song yeah i found that too i'd be like oh i wonder if anybody else sings in this in this band at all and then i'd go look and be like it doesn't say anything like yeah yeah. Did you know this before you made these outrageous claims, Mike? You, you know what? In my head, I was like, oh, this is going to be easy. Like, I'll come like, up. Who was like, in your No one was in, in your no head? One was, no one was in my head when I made it, but I was just thinking, I was like, oh, there's so many bands that, that have like some guy one off. Like, I was just thinking like when you go see a band play, there's always like the song, like the bassist still sing or something like that. You right. Know? Right. And I was like, oh, I'll easily remember. Like, there's probably one for every band and. Yeah, it doesn't appear that way. <laughs> not true. Not true. I want to see. I want to see if we came up with the same bands, or if we were like, did you did you sacrifice something? Well, you're gonna find out, Mike. Within the next hour I'm, and a bit, you're gonna find out. I promise you that. I may have sacrificed my morals a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> did you go deep? Uh, no, well, we'll, when we get to the t- choices we can discuss, you might call me, right. you might call me out 
like like many have called you out on the Tony Hawk incident. Whoa, I didn't think we were going to get to this hey. at all. <laughs> we asked the tough questions here at High Fives. <laughs> if I told you it was coming, you wouldn't, uh, you would have avoided it. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I had to catch that's you off I feel like I should address this on some level. Yeah. Yeah. Come clean, Nate. Anyways, uh, <laughs> let me tell you what I've been listening to. Yeah. So <laughs> I've been listening to um, Be Well. Have you heard Have you heard of Be Well, Mike? I have, but only because of you and the High Fives chat. So Yeah, there's, there's a lot of chatter, a lot of talk going on in the chat about these guys. Um, so I checked it out, naturally. Um, I really like it. A uh, singer from a band called Battery. Do you, are you familiar with Battery? I'm not familiar with Battery. Like a hardcore band that kind of pulled the plug back in the 2000s. Um, but the uh, the singer from this band um, also owns and operates Salad Days Studio. You heard of that? Sounds familiar, but I'm not. Maybe I'm thinking of like, there was a record label in Canada called Salad Days, I believe, too. From like, And maybe even a band called The Salads. I believe there was a band called the Salads, yeah. right? Um, so anyways, this, uh, this guy, the, the singer for this band, I can't remember his, his name, Brian, Brian something. Um, he has like produced a shocking amount of bands. I was chatting with Dan about these guys and uh, he kind of put me onto this thread, like, uh, like hundreds of the, you know, like piebalds, hot water music, thrice, Bane, strike anywhere, those those type of bands. Mm-hmm. Uh, the list goes on and on and on. Um, but this album's great. It's like lots of very like fast, straight ahead, melodic songs. Um, kind of like it, it's it's a little bit odd in the sense that like they'll they'll have one song that's like super super fast, and then a song that follows it up is like a heavier kind of like halftime song and then back to the fast and then back to the slower it's but do they go back to the future (laughs) marty uh no they don't okay um i would say like mildly aggressive uh album but like solid record from front to back um also been listening to benchmarks summer slowly loving that yeah really liking that like feels like a pretty natural progression from their last record. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it's got like a really reflective vibe to it. Like I feel like it's very much a record of 2020 um, kind of mid tempo, melodic, super easy listening. Um, this one, I think you were struggling uh, to, to get behind. Um, but I really love the new DeCampe album uh, muck on a side note. DeCampe Matumbo is now on cameo. <laughs> so for all you Matumbo fans out there, I feel like this band should like engage that on some level. Yeah, clearly. Um, did you, did you get into it? Did you give it a, you know what? I gave it a second a chance. I gave it a second listen and I enjoy it quite a bit actually now. So, really? Yeah. I might've just been in a mood that day. So, and I, I, like I said, I feel like, cause I like the first Dikembe album so much and they just, every album, they're a little bit different and maybe. Yeah in air quotes mature they've matured quite a bit and uh the new one is like quite a better album musician musicianship wise is that a word musicianship i'll give it to you yeah you know what i'm talking about right like it's like a step up in maturity and uh yeah it just took me a bit the second listen i liked it a lot more 
So I feel like it's new, like it's new, like it's, it's, it's a new sound, even though it kind of like points to like a nineties grunge kind of alt sound. It's, it's got like a new flavor spun into it. And like, I think that's what I really like about it is that it's, it's something that's, that's not that I haven't heard out there lately. I like how it's recorded. I like the production on it actually. Mm -hmm. And and some of it does bring out that element that it does feel like, uh, it's got like, I think the guitar tones are very like '90s grunge, but it doesn't yeah. feel like you're listening to like a '90s grunge album. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, to finish this little part of well, how much are you listening to? This, this is it. This okay. is the last one I picked. I've been listening to a lot of stuff lately. No, it's good. I- uh, we've been talking about a lot of different music in the uh, in the off hours of the episodes, and. Uh, yeah, there's been kind of a ton, just I, I, not necessarily like released, but just like made aware of, let's say. Um, Ways Away, the the self-titled uh, is the other one I wanted to reference. Oh, excellent. Uh, members of Sam I Am, Racket Club, No More Black, uh, Knapsack. Like this, I think this had a bit of chatter in the uh, in the chat as well. It's just a really good blend of those bands. Like knowing that that's where the music comes from, you can really kind of hear those those little um, those little pieces coming from each one of those bands. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, like you, I've been listening to a lot. Like uh, I finally finished reorganizing my iTunes library for the gazillionth time, and uh, <laughs> just catching up on a lot of stuff. But uh, is it even called reorganizing by that point? Is it still called reorganizing? I don't know. It's some neurotic passion of mine, <laughs> self-inflicting sadomastic thing of mine. Yeah. I maybe I get turned on by it. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. We don't know. Maybe. <laughs> it's atoning for my sins or something. I don't even know. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so yeah, I've been listening to a lot, like you said, and we've been chatting a lot, but uh, a couple ones that I've been listening to last week that have stood out to me are Bad Accent and the EP Hang in Germany, which was, uh, it's like a side project uh with guys from debt neglector dikembe teenagers and it was like written while they were on tour in europe and recorded there i think cool or maybe recorded when they got back to florida quick little uh pop punk album uh the skull against racism compilation that was put out by Uh, bad time records and asian man records and skull punk daily uh it's a compilation of like 28 uh, new or un- rare or unreleased tracks that benefit the movement for Black Lives, the NAACP, Legal Defense Fund, the Elf Institute, and the Black Girls Code. Uh, it's got like Cat Bite on it, Bite My Bite Me Bambi, Hepcat, Planet Smashers, Kill Lincoln, Suicide Machines, uh, a new song from Jer, which is the guy from Scottoo Network. I don't know if you're aware of Scottoo Network. I think we've discussed it a few times. No. He does a lot of ska covers and stuff, but he's an awesome follow on Instagram or anything. He's uh, he's he's in We Are the Union and he's in I think another band too. Anyway, uh, this is his first project as Jer, and uh, yeah, I thought it was interesting. He said that he got a lot of backlash uh, the first day, saying like stick to music, music ska doesn't need politics and all this stuff, and just maybe being like, what the fuck is wrong with people? <laughs> like, yeah, eight. If you were to listen to like ska, you would hope that you would have some sort of have some sort of political consciousness. Also, <laughs> the anti-racism thing is like pretty prevalent, and it's like it's prevalent. Say, it's prevalent yeah. in punk rock, and actually, like I would say the majority of music. But like ska would be 
up there for that for genres that's like always had that kind of element. <laughs> so it's not just bong hits and doodle loot doos. Yeah, <laughs> I mean certain elements like that. <laughs> I'm just waiting to play the guitar like a motherfucking riot, but you know. <laughs> It's how you play the guitar. Yeah. I really like that comp, actually. There was a lot of bands on there that I'd never heard of before that uh, that I really, uh, really enjoyed. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, it's cool that Mike Park's doing it. Because I, I believe Mike Park did this first Ska Against Racism stuff back in like the 90s, if I recall. Like there was maybe a tour or maybe even a comp. I don't know. I could be making it up. Whatever. <laughs> we all know what happens when I make things up. Yeah, so. somebody will call us out. <laughs> <laughs> um, another band of list two is the Weekend Dads new EP. It's called Good Hangs. It's out on It's Alive Records. Uh, they're just like a pop, pop punk band from Halifax. It's kind of got like a copyrights feel to it. I don't know if you've ever heard them before. I don't think so. Also, great name, Simpsons reference. <laughs> Hashtag. Yeah. Shout out. And the last one is a band called Sweet Reaper and their album Closer Still. Uh, they're from California. They kind of play like lo-fi garage punk power pop stuff. Um, kind of dirt nappy, that kind of thing. So yeah, that's it. Cool. That's, that's, Cule. that's what I've been listening to. Great list, Mike. Really good. Yeah. Really strong. Yeah. This is. Thanks for, thanks for coming prepared. Well, if I'm going to slow everything down in the IT world, I better come prepared with like, <laughs> With a good list of what we're li- what I've been right. listening to, and if my list That's sucks right. for the three others, <laughs> I don't know. Well, you never know till the end, Mike. Yeah, and even then, we're still not sure. Who knows? Shall we start? Well, twenty minutes in, we should. <laughs> okay, all right. Never put a timer on it. No. My first one goes out to a band that is no longer. <laughs> Just just a moment of silence. Just, just, just a quick pour, moment. Did you pour one out for them? <laughs> <laughs> I did not. No. <laughs> this band finished in, uh, I think, like 2013. Uh, they did the, like a one-off at Punk Rock Bowling in 2018. Um, and then they went on to form another band um, that was basically the same lineup as this band was when they wrapped it up. They're called Cobra Skulls. Ah, I didn't know Cobra Skulls broke up. Oh yeah, yeah, in 2013. Well, I'm behind the times. Yeah. I better pour one out. You really are. You really are. Um, <laughs> or pour one in, Mike. Yeah, I think you've had too many. Um, yeah, like this was Cobra Skulls has always been like one of those bands that I felt was like fairly underrated. Um, I've always really liked this band. I, I don't think I think the first time I heard them was they were touring with the Flatliners and played like this tiny little show. And that was, that was my introduction. Um, and I really liked them. They just had like a, a different sound than everybody else. Um, and just like a, yeah, cool three piece band. Um, the song I chose was, uh, a song called rebel fate off the album, American Rubicon. Um, and I believe this song is sung by Adam Beck, who left the band in uh, 2012. I think on this album, he sings like one of three of the songs. But again, it was like listening and like trying to distinguish between the singers, which isn't always the easiest thing, especially if they're two male voices. Yeah, I found that difficult with sometimes I'd be like, oh, 
is that somebody else? I don't know. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then there's, there's no way to find out. Yeah. Like, I can't tell you how many just garbage well, like you, threads and like, if you're wrong, someone's going to call you out. Oh yeah. yeah. There's no room to be wrong anymore. There might be video footage later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for somebody to take me through a playthrough of Cobra skulls. Yeah. So anyways, this is rebel fate by Cobra skulls. Adam Beck, who's the guitar player for a period of time singing as opposed to Devin. I really like Devin's voice too, but um, I just felt like uh, I, I like the way that both their voices kind of complement each other uh, to you, Michael. All right. So if you recall, I did say that I had talked to Coop a little bit about this and it, I do recall. And in our discussion, we came to the conclusion that it was ridiculous that neither of us had thought about the Ramones. <laughs> I did think about the Ramones. Not you and me, Coop and me. No, I'm just saying oh, you that did. was something I thought oh. about. Yeah, but I didn't realize that anybody else sang in the Ramones other than Joey. Well, Dee Dee. Dee Dee, right. Dee Dee. And, and Dee Dee's got a fairly distinct voice. Yeah. So I was trying to find a Dee Dee song and I got torn between Warthog and Time Bomb. Uh, and as I was going through Time Bomb, I went looking to make sure it was actually Dee Dee and not Joey, I came across a thing saying that he sang Outsider, which is my one of my favorite Ramon songs, which is kind of a weird... Ah. And, but it doesn't sound like Dee Dee, but he does sing on it, like kind of go back and forth with Joey. Um, so I went on a wormhole of like trying to figure it out and Dee Dee has like a small chorus part. So I, I had to cut Outsider and I went back to Time Ball. <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny because it was the same sort of thing. Like you were just talking about with the Cobra Skulls. I'm just like, maybe he sings this. I don't know. It doesn't sound like Joey. Maybe, maybe it is him. But my uh, my research led me to believe otherwise. Even though the wiki site says that Dee Dee sings the song, the liner notes say Dee Dee and Joey sing the song. <laughs> huh. Uh, YouTube says Joey featuring Dee Dee. <laughs> There's like it was like all over the place. The internet, it doesn't help, man. No, it was the internet useless. does not help. It just makes it worse. Yeah. Anyway, so I went with the Ramones and Time Bomb of Subterranean Jungle. Did you run into any of Dee Dee's rap uh, albums or songs while you were searching what Dee Dee Ramone sings? No, because that is actually a pretty useless uh, Bing search as well to say like, what does Dee Dee Ramone sing? Like, or what does like... I don't know. I can't it think would of just, it would return every song he's ever been on. Yeah. So it doesn't like, it, it, wouldn't, it doesn't help yeah. you at all. It was, yeah. it was futile. We're the only ones helping anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Blood, sweat, tears, rebel fate, Cobra skulls, and <laughs> the Ramones and time bomb. We plan freedom in a 
So no Didi Ramon rap, hey? Ain't run into any of that. Well, not yet. Okay. Did you That's know he be... had a rap album? I didn't. 
I didn't like till this moment right till this moment. I didn't know. Oh yeah. Like for real. I'm scared though. Like I'm, I'm scared that I'm making outrageous claims again. My fear runs deep now, Mike. Wow. (laughs) Like I said, you got called out on numerous occasions. I know. Like, like, all right, let's, let's have some real talk here. Let's, 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 let's talk about this. Let's get it. Let's get it out there into the world and then we can move on from it. Cause I, I can still see the disappointment in your face. You're coming it's, clean. It's justified. I'm coming clean. I'm coming clean. I made some outrageous claims last episode. I said that there were no vocals in the Tony Hawk video game from the one we grew up on. Tony Hawk pro skater one and two. Well, one specifically, cause I wasn't playing two. playing it on N64 and I, the memory is so, so near and vivid and it happened just like days before we did the podcast. And I was certain that there were no vocals in that game in, in any of the songs. And when I went to take a video after we recorded and everyone was like, no, 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 there's vocals, there's vocals, there's vocals. And I went to prove it and I was so cocky and I was so ready to prove you wrong, Mike. And there they were, the vocals. So I don't, I don't know where this belief came from. But you know what, Nathan? You had me, me. convinced. Yeah, I, I, had ever, I had myself convinced. <laughs> I had no backing. I was like, well, he just played this last week. He, he knows better. I don't remember. There's no reason to lie about that, right? Like, it seems like a weird thing to lie about. No, but people searched YouTube videos. Yeah. People called you out in other podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> people went went to every which way every direction to prove me wrong and they they did it they did yeah. it well uh and and i proved myself wrong so yeah. mike let me be not the first maybe the 10th to say i was wrong and my apologies for leading you astray for even a moment in time you know what nate it takes a big person to admit they're wrong thanks buddy i give you a virtual hug right here. <laughs> You know, (laughs) (laughs) all right, that's it. It's over and done with. It's done. Mistakes were made. It'll never come up again. We're moving on. Yeah. It's your second pick. Yeah. Uh, My second pick is uh, a band I've talked about before, but I don't think I've actually played them on the, uh, on the old, on the old internet radio before. Um, They are a band from England. It's actually a suburb of Durham, England. Um, it's a little little place called Pity Me. You remember this conversation? We talked about it once before. It's a village called Pity Me. A horrible, horrible name for a village. <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, that's what it's called. Um, this band has no designated front person. They have no designated front person. They're just all the bandmates contribute to vocal duties at some point. Uh, so this seemed like a, a band that fit this topic real well. Um, the singer that I chose sings one or two, one, two or three, let's say. Her name is Naomi Griffin. The band is called Martha. And the oh. song is called Do Whatever off their album Blisters in the Pit of My Heart. That's an awesome pick. I would have Thanks, never Brad. thought of Never thought about Martha. That's a great pick. I really like this band a lot. Oh, um, I do too. Really, really cool band. And they're all such great singers too. Like they, 
you know, kind of one person will, will take the reins through the verses. Um, but then everyone kind of like jumps on board for some of the bridge and chorus work and it all comes together really well. I think they all have really unique voices, even though the two guys, I had a hard time, like deciding who was who. Um, so that's, (laughs) that's kind of why I went with, uh, with Naomi. I'm still, like I say, man, I'm walking on, walking on broken glass, eggshells, Mike, eggshells, very, very timid, very careful with my steps, but I really like her voice. So uh, that's why I chose this song. Awesome. Good pick, Nate. Thanks, Mike. All right. So since you've been kind of beat up a little bit here, black and blue, Mike, black and blue, I'm going to give you like a a free punch here because this is kind (laughs) of cheating. I love the free punch. Yeah. When's the last time you said, I'm going to give you a free punch? (laughs) Probably a while. (laughs) (laughs) Can I gas pedal you? No, just a free punch. Just a free punch. Okay. I'm pushing it now. Yeah. Don't don't be a dick. (laughs) I went with six years on dope by no effects. Oh, interesting choice. So, I know that both Fat Mike and Eric sing on it, but I feel like Eric's the lead on it. Okay. And it's really fun. Like, I hated this song when it first came out. I was like, this is terrible. But it's now whenever I hear it, I'm like so jazzed about it. And I think it's because Eric's doing the singing. It's like a little bit rough around the edges. And actually the whole album, I really like that album. I know a lot of people don't, but I'm really into that album. But then I was going to ask you, because you probably know better than I do. What like does Eric sing a lot of no effects songs? Like I knew he sang that like that one where he sings with the accordion. Like, but no, I he doesn't sing much. They kind of make fun of him because he's got the Melvin yell, yeah, the Mel yell. I think like they call the, it the yells in like in a in a bunch of songs, and it's yeah. it always works. But this song, he actually like sings quite a bit. So huh. I hope it's not total cheating, and I don't know it's like a co singing thing, but or co lead kind of thing. But see, I would say not co lead because like all right. I thought about El Jefe actually for this, this, uh, this subject or this, this topic or this episode. And like, as I was looking into it, like he only sings like really a, a small handful. Like when you look at their whole discography and like, before I started looking into this episode, I would have said, yeah, he's a co-singer, but like very, very small amount of songs that he actually sings. So Melvin yep. would sing even Far less than that. Yeah, I would have thought Hefe sang quite a bit more. I didn't even think that's why I didn't go to him because I was like, uh, he sings like a few, but maybe not. Maybe just in my head, I, he does. And <laughs> yeah, like very few, huh. very few, and only on like the earlier stuff too, like hardly at all um, mm-hmm. in the later stuff. Interesting, interesting. So there you go. I guess it's not. I don't so think much that's cheating. a cheat at all. Thanks, Nate. I think that's a great choice. Thank you, sir. I knew Mel sang on like one or two of the songs, but I couldn't think of what they were. Mm-hmm. Your research, did you, served you well? Did you watch the no effects thing? I didn't. Did you? No. <laughs> I didn't. didn't really. I, we discussed it. I'm not, I can't watch these live things. Like I don't, I can't sit on, I don't have the patience to sit on, watch something like that. Well, it wasn't live either. At the end of the day, they ended up pre-recording it. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Even I just, like, I just, uh, I've just never been like a live, watch live concerts on TV kind of person, even like pre-pandemic. And I mean, it's too easy for me to get distracted. I would be looking at my phone and like reading a comic or something like, well, half listening and watching. It just wouldn't be worth it for me. Yeah, fair. 
That's fair. That's, that's a lot of multitasking. I'm proud of you. Yeah. I multitask a lot and don't do any of it well. <laughs> <laughs> the worst jackknife ever. Yeah. Martha, do whatever. And no effects. Six years on dope.
So this is like of the same vein of what you were talking about with no effects where like you thought somebody was a co-singer, but they hardly even sang any songs. That's where I'm going with my next choice. All right. All right. So this band still continues, but the guy who sings this song has not been in this band for a really long time. And I've always thought of this guy as like a co-singer for this band, but he actually only sung two songs out of the two albums he appeared on. You might know him as John K. Sampson from the band The Weaker Thans, but he started out in propaganda, as you well know, Michael. Sure did. And he only sang two songs on Let's Talk More Rock, Anchorless and Gifts. No, he sang one other song, sir. Did he? Yeah, because I almost picked it on the split with FYP. It is, I got to think about it. Uh, I wasn't going that deep. I'll be honest with you. Letter of resignation. To go into go into splits and stuff like that, even at three songs out of two two albums oh, and, no, an, no, and no, a it's split. There's a perfect pick, but yeah, I thought Letter of Resignation is like on that split, but he also recorded it with Weaker Thans. So, oh, well, there you go. Which he yeah. and he also took Anchorless to the Weaker Thans, yeah, but not Gifts, yeah. And that is what I chose is Gifts. I was really like. Like those two songs felt so out of place on Last Talk More Rock, but at the same time, like I instantly loved both of them. Like they were just such a departure from like the political anthems of propaganda and then into like these really like um, personal stories. Yeah. Like, so I, I almost forget, like, I, I, Anchorless is so good. Yeah. But it's such a weaker than song. Like, it doesn't even feel like a propaganda song. No, not now at that all. You, especially since it's re recorded. Yeah. Like it just like it never feel like whenever it comes on there, I'm just like for a second I like forget almost that and I'm like, this is weird. But yeah, they're, they're great. So and like I remember loving it when it came out on there too. Like so but I thought the same thing too. I was thinking, I was like, John K must sing a lot. And then I was trying to think, like, does um Todd sing a lot with propaganda? He sings like a handful again, yeah. like not not many. I think more on like maybe more on failed states. He sings like the real like kind of like more like fast, I, yeah. brutal songs. But then I wasn't even sure if he actually sang on those or if it was just Hannah's voice just being like a little bit like edgier. No, that's that's yeah, the that's rod. Good. That's the rod. All right. Yeah. Good pick, Nate. Thanks, Mike. Thanks very much. <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. What what did you choose for number three? Number three, I chose the Pixies and Gigantic. Ah. Are you a Pixies fan, Nate? You don't I, you strike know, me I as never, a Pixies guy. I never was a Pixies fan. Um, and I don't think I've I've done much digging into the Pixies. But do you know Gigantic? I'm sure you know Gigantic, right? Maybe if I heard it, I'm looking forward to hearing it. Okay. Yeah. So um, I'm not 100% sure. And somebody will call me out on this because I know that somebody in the WhatsApp chat's a big Pixies fan. And uh, I'm pretty sure this is the only song that Kim sings like, full-on leads on i know she wrote stuff but i think this is the only one she's saying full leads on so um but yeah like it's one of my favorite uh pixie songs i wasn't a big pixies fan and then somebody uh made me a mixtape with this song on it when when i was younger and uh most of the cds suck but that stood out so <laughs> there's a lot of tool and, and like uh 
shit like that on there. That's not my jam. <laughs> but the Pixie song really stood out. So then <laughs> I went on a big Pixies deep dive and like fell in love with them. So uh, yeah, Gigantic's always stood out for me as, a, as, the, as probably one of their top five songs. So I was huh. stoked to use it. I don't know if she stuck around after that. I think she joined or she started like um, her. She left shortly after this album or maybe one more album after. So are they a band that's done like reunion stuff over the years? Yeah. Uh, I don't think Kim's gone back though. I think Kim from the Muffs did her part for a bit. Okay. Um, and then I don't know since if she's came back. I think, I think Frank, Frank uh, Black's got a personality thing, so it might be an issue. <laughs> a personality conflict, you think? Yeah. So yeah, you anyway. think you don't know? You weren't there. Anyway, yeah. Maybe yeah. he puts Tool on mixtapes, and people are just like, "Fuck that!" Right? Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe he gave you the mixtape. Was it Frank Black? No, I don't want to say. I don't name names.
Number four now, Michael. Number four. Comes after three, before five. Mm-hmm. It's four. Shall I start? Thanks, Count Dracula. <laughs> Count Dracula. Yeah, not, not the, the Count. Count. No, we don't have promo- <laughs> Count Dude, Dracula. You know what? You can't you say Count. You don't want Disney coming down on us. <laughs> they got Hanson's got Disney money behind them now. You don't want you don't want them coming after us. Yeah. My this, isn't the P- this isn't the PBS. Like PBS isn't knocking on our door. Isn't that weird that they went from PBS all the way to like one of the richest companies in the world? <laughs> isn't that odd? A little bit. Right? Like there was a time where like they were begging for money. Yes. And now they print it. So <laughs> <laughs> Their own currency probably. <laughs> it's Mickey Mono. <laughs> yeah. My my fourth pick, Mike, is um, is a band. This is a band. Uh, they were very popular in, uh, let's say, 2011. You might remember 2011 is the year that Newgrass exploded. Newgrass. I don't know what Newgrass is. Like bluegrass, right. like like Old Man Markley kind of stuff. That's exactly what I'm talking about, Michael. All right. All right. Old Man Markley kind of stuff. In fact, I'm talking directly about Old Man Markley. Well, there you go. Uh, Old Man Markley is, uh, is typically uh, fronted by, by Johnny. But as you go through their, their catalog, you often hear a, uh, a female voice singing backups. And her name is Annie DeTemple who is also Johnny's wife, I think. I think they're married. Um, And she also plays auto harp. And every once in a while, she steps up to the mic and takes the lead. Not very often. I think there's like like 
two, three songs over the span of their their catalog that she she sings lead vocal on. But she has such a great voice. And uh, this song in particular has kind of like that Mad Caddies vibe. You know, like when the Caddies did songs like Monkeys and things like that, like yeah, that kind of like really quick um, ragtime you almost feel yeah yeah ragtime that's there you go nice nice drop mike um the song is come around here it's off their second album downside up the bands old man markley the singer annie de temple what happened to that band they just kind of went away you know what i don't know new grass just kind of faded into the it did it, like the periphery grass, like, of music. Is it was it the swing music of folk punk? <laughs> I think it was. Yeah, that's a great that's a great comparison. This yeah, that was so weird, right? When swing became like a, a thing. big thing for a moment. Yeah. Did you ever sure. get into swing music, Mike? Yeah, it was an easy one for me because I I do like like crooners and things like that anyway. So like. Did you own a zoot suit? Did you go out and get a zoot suit? <laughs> Nate, you know me. I like the zoot suit riot. I do know you. They call me the cherry pop and no, wait, that's a horrible thing. <laughs> I take that joke back. All I right. take it back. I take Stricken it back. from the record. That joke. that joke gets, uh, what a horribly named band. Yeah. Now that you think yeah. about it. Yeah. 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 I'm more of a squirrel nut zipper, I guess. Oh, the squirrel nut zippers. Yeah. Nice. So this is one I'm humming hot about putting on here because it's the first one I thought of. Um, it's not my favorite song. So this is why I've been like, meh, on this list. It's because it's The Clash. Okay. The song is called Guns of Brixton. Okay. Do you know the song? I feel like I do. I'm sure when you hear it, you will. It's got a pretty memorable bass line. So as a bass player, you might like it. Okay. Uh, Paul, who is the, the bass player, sings the song it's the first song he sang for the clash um yeah that's about it i know uh playing it live he couldn't play the bass and sing it live so he it's uh, not easy mike it's not as easy as it looks so he'd switch with joe he'd do the guitar and joe would do the bass because so, guitar is easier i guess i don't know as we all know i guess <laughs> for this kind of it's kind of like it's got more of like a dub kind of feel to it yeah the song so maybe that's what the why? I'm not sure. You got to keep he, rhythm. Would he sing a lot or just like a handful of songs? You know what? I think this is it. Maybe he did like some other ones later on. I don't. I can't think off the top of my head, but because Mick would have sang like oh, would Mick, he have... it, Mick and and Joe are co leads, right? So like okay, they handed back and forth. Yeah. Okay. But like, yeah, Paul and I think this is the only one. He might have done something later on. Like when Mick left. So did he do anything after the clash? Paul? Yeah. Yeah, he's got um the good, the bad, and the ugly. Okay. Which is like and Does he him, sing? Uh, you know, I think he does actually. It's like him, one of the guys in blur, and like maybe someone up from the gorillas or something. Okay. That's pretty good. And then I the isn't I think the good the guys from Blur in the Gorillas, or is that just one of the guys? It's I I'm not 100 percent sure. All right, one of the guys from Blur is in the Gorillas. I'm just not. Sure. It's but I'm not sure if it's the same guy from Blur that's in this band or not. And then he had a he had a surf band too, and I can't remember what their names called off. It's, it's 
escaping me right now, but is he still around? Yeah. Huh. All right. He's uh he's uh still kicking around. But uh yeah, guns of Brixton. And come around here by old man Markley. <laughs> yeah, that's it.
Thank you all for listening. Thanks for uh, sending in lists. Uh, thanks for proving Nate wrong. Feel free to prove <laughs> us wrong at all time. Uh, join the WhatsApp chat if you want to hang out and talk on there. It's all sorts of weirdness, sometimes about music, sometimes about nothing. Say hi to us on our website, www. Well, that was three, four W's? Just three W's. Yeah. Just at highfives.ca. That's how old we are. I guess you don't really even need to say WW anymore, right? I don't. I, I think that that went away with the dodo bird, Mike. Sorry. Highfives.ca. Yeah. <laughs> uh, check us out on Instagram or on Facebook, but don't really check us out on Facebook because who cares about that? Um, and then, Nate, would you like to talk about the record challenge or do you want me to talk about the record oh, challenge? Oh, yeah. The record. We got another record challenge that we're coming that we're coming, that we're doing uh, with the My Age podcast. You might remember the last record challenge we did. How long ago was that? Like a year ago? Not that long ago. No. Six months even, ago? Is it pre-COVID? I'm asking. I'm not telling. I'm just asking. Are we going to start referring to time as PC, like pre-COVID? <laughs> I think so. I think I might need to. Yeah. Because like pre-COVID feels like 20 years ago. Yeah. Like You know, it's been six months to, since we took this show on the road, Mike. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Six months we've been doing this from, well, I've been in my bedroom. You've been in your basement. Yeah. We got to pump out that vaccine so we can hang out again. That's the real reason they need to do it. Yeah. So we can get the high fives back together in a room like it used to be. Yeah. So anyways, we're doing this record challenge again. Um, It was pretty fun and I would say moderately successful last time. Yeah, it was fun. Not moderately successful though. I don't know how you write. <laughs> I feel like when when it's more than you and me participating in it, that Did gives you, it moderate success. Hold on, everything on this pod, everything on this podcast is considered successful if we had fun. Yes, I had fun. I had fun. Okay, it was successful. I had fun recording tonight with you. It was successful. Excellent. We're full of success. We're two successful guys, Mike. It's the secret of my success. Do you remember remember that movie? That's a Michael J. Fox movie. Oh, yeah. It had like him in a champagne glass and like champagne like squirting over him. How 80s. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, uh, I think we're going to aim for like November uh, to to put it out there. So just keep an eye on the old Instagram um, and uh, it's going to be it's going to be great. I love the record challenge kind of, you know, it opens your eyes up to your own collection. Cause I think a lot of things you, you start to forget in your own collection. I like that you, uh, it kind of forces you to like be a little creative with your post too. So it's not just like a screenshot of like a CD. <laughs> right. Number five. Number five. Let's do it. This is the end, my friend. I got to this one and I was like, I, I I toiled over this one. This was going to be my no effects pick. And then I was like, you know what? Like I like no effects and I like Hefe's songs, but like, I don't, I don't think it fell on like a a top list of anything. So I kept going back and forth and trying to decide on, on what this pick was going to be. And I finally just said, fuck it to the challenge and I kind of just went for for uh, a band that has two co-singers. That's and like, fair. I would say they're not like the most, I wouldn't say this is one that, some, that would like jump into somebody's mind if you were like, name a co-singing band. So I feel like that's, that's, that's the little bit of, of challenge acceptance that I have left on this pick. 
Um, I'm not here to shame band. anyone. <laughs> no, we'll leave that for the rest of them. Yeah, that's for the rest. That's for the yeah. reply casts and mail. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> They'll do the, the shaming. Mail. Yeah. Uh, this is another band that, uh, that left us too soon. Just a quick moment there. Rest in peace. Um, yeah, like I say, there's, there's admittedly two singers in this band, but it kind of really depends on the album. Cause like some of the, the albums, um, the quote lead singer sings more, sings less. Sometimes they share it more. Like it, like it really depends on, on the, on the album. I always figured Brendan Lukens was the lead singer for modern baseball. Would you say that as well? Or would you say that him and Jake Ewald, is that how you say it? If you're asking me, I'm the worst at this. Would you say that they shared it more? Yeah, you are the worst at that. That's true. But more with words, not so much with names. I'd say they shared it, I guess. All right. I guess. I don't... See, if you listen to sports, Jake only sings three of 12 on sports. That would be but as, fair. as they go further, he sings more. Okay. Anyways, like I said, I said, fuck it. It's fair. It was close enough. It works. Um, I originally like really didn't like Brendan Lucan's uh, vocals. Like they just, I think they're very much an acquired taste. Um, and it took some time for me to get into it. Um, but it was like Jake's vocal that like drew me into the band. And then I really started to get an appreciation for Brendan's vocals. Like um, I like them both. And I think they both really complement each other. Um, so I chose a song that Jake sings, um, it's called apartment and it's off the album. You're going to miss it all. Um, I really like this band and it's, it's a little bit sad to me that they, they don't play anymore. Again, I didn't know modern baseball broke up. (laughs) Why am I, I mean, I, I feel like I'm really behind on this kind of news. I think that's why Jake went on to create slaughter beach dog. Um, cause they were, they were done. I feel like Slaughter Beach Dog was before. I think he started doing it before, okay. like while while Modern Baseball was still oh, going. But like, didn't one of the guys in Modern Baseball had like uh, some mental illness yeah. struggles or something, or or addiction struggles, and was like, we need to take a break for a while. Like they were going to record or something, and then they were, they were like, yeah, it was a tour that they were booked on. Okay. I think, and then I they canceled the tour. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, it, you know, listening to the lyrics, there, there's a lot of uh, lot to unpack. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They're a heavy band with that kind of stuff. They sure are. Modern baseball. Mike? Okay, Nathan. This is a, this is a little different one because this too is a band with uh, two singers, but originally the singer I picked was the lead singer. Oh. And as time has gone on, they are no longer the lead singer. In fact, they haven't probably been on an album, like the singer on an album for quite some time. Really? So that's not something you see too often, I don't think. No, I would agree. So do you have a guess who it might be? Is there a hint other than that really vague one you gave? Um, on their, on one of their bigger albums, he his song is the second single and they're... Well, you're not going to get it, are you? No, I'm not going to get it. <laughs> the band is Jimmy Eat World. Ah, really? Yes. Jim Adkins was not the singer in the beginning? No, uh, Tom was. 
on the huh. first on the first album tom does the majority of the lead vocals and jim does like one or two songs i believe then on the next album it's about a probably a 50 50 split and then two of the songs they do the back and forth thing like wow through the song i didn't realize that they were one of those bands that i thought maybe like uh, one of the other guys sang more, but like I was thinking back to like seeing them live and never seen anybody but Jim sing. Uh, no, see, he uh, the song I was referring to that was their single was Blister off okay. uh, off uh, Clarity, and that's Tom. Okay, and that was their second single off that album, if not the first single off the album, which is weird because it's the only song he sings on that. Huh on that the album you know. and then he doesn't sing on bleed american at all and i don't think he's ever sang again which is so weird like he just that progresses <laughs> anyway it's uh really weird. yeah so on, on static prevails it's about 50 50 split uh i was really tempted to pick call it in the air because they both sing on it and i thought that would be like a clever play on the 50 50 thing nice but i thought you might call me out on cheating for that so <laughs> you're worried on me calling you out so I went with episode four, which is one of the my one of my favorite Jimmy World songs. So off the it. album, Static Prevails. Okay, the first Jimmy World album is really hard to find. Like I have it, but I mean, if you didn't get it, I don't know if I don't even know if they ever repressed. It. I don't think Jimmy World talks about it. Like even if you look on their like iTunes library, it doesn't show up or anything like that. Were they Jimmy World in those days? Yeah. Huh. It's self-titled. Huh. It's way more punk than like, I mean, you can tell they're like younger and they're like, it's just, you can see their influences and stuff going. But like, if you read a little bit about it, the people would be like, oh, it was just like a, a punk rock album. But I mean, you can still hear it. It still sounds like Jimmy World. It's just not as like, as emo tinged, I guess. And then they, as emo they progressed. tinged. Yeah. Just a, just a tinge, just, just a tip. Tint. Just give you the tip of the yeah. emo. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway. <laughs> I was convinced there was a lot more band. I'm still convinced oh, that I'm there's waiting. a lot more bands like, like, like somebody in Lagwagon sings a song or like somebody in No Use uh, sings a song. See, I Googled like, that. Like that or I actually did a lot of searching on that and I couldn't find anything. I'd be like, does anybody yeah. else sing? I don't think anybody sang in No Use or in Lagwagon. Tony. Huh. Um, on Lagwagon, there was like, I had some hope because like on the last Lagwagon album, there's like some songs where there's a lot more backup vocals than, than normal. So it's almost, but Joey still is like the dominant voice in it. So, right. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I'm curious to see. I'm hoping that somebody has some cool, uh, cool lists here. So, I mean, yeah. and, and like, like I was saying, when I talked with Coop, there is a lot, but those, those bands don't kind of fit with like our our topic here so there's yeah. a bit and i mean you really could you could even pick george and the beatles i guess to some extent because it took a long time before he was allowed to put his little stamp on the band or like or ringo i guess too right like or you could do think, like you could do ace or or peter and kiss to some extent so he gave me a suggestion for a wicked queen song that i'd never heard before that the drummer, I believe, sings. It's awesome. Oh. Is it the one about the car? Nope. Oh. You remember that from the movie? Yeah. We talked about the car? Yeah. It's not that one. It's a real song, though. Yeah. It's crazy. 
It's crazy, Mike. It's so crazy. You're crazy. All right. Modern Baseball, Apartment, and... Jimmy World, Episode 4. Thanks for listening. Stay cool and be excellent to each other. Good night, Nate. Good night. The first time I saw you was in your apartment. I had followed my friend single file through the darkness. I looked your direction for excessive inspection. And I could not muster the courage to say a single word. For a while we were playing this game that your friends bought But everyone cheated and no one could spell You didn't say much of anything I must have come off annoying Cause you went to bed I walked home with my eyes low Dreaming of conversations we'll have
So no boys like, for me. I like how you caught yourself there. You started to say, say tennis, tennis and you were like, no, it's not tennis. It's, it's pickleball. pickleball. Yeah. I, I'm old. <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah. It's okay. The body doesn't move like it used to, Nate. I mean, this I know. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, it's nothing to be ashamed of. That's a fun sport. No, I mean, your body not moving the way it used to move. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's sad, but true. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it's a fact of life. Yeah. Uh, you take the good, you take the bad, and then you got. It's the facts of life. The facts of life.